You are Locked On Twins. Your daily Minnesota Twins podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Your team every day. And welcome to the Locked On Minnesota Twins podcast. Today is Friday. September 24th, and I'm your gracious host, Nash Walker. Today's episode is brought to you by Spotify Greenroom. Download the app and join MLB hosts every week to get in on the action. Again, this is Nash Walker, writer at Twins Daily, lifelong Twins fan, bringing you five days a week coverage on the Minnesota Twins. Twins won again tonight. That's four in a row. They beat Toronto 3-1. to one. I was at this game at Target Field. We're going to have story time tonight. Uh, something interesting. I brought my three nanny kids to this game and was trying to explain something to them. Uh, and I think it opened in my mind a, a broader kind of thought and discussion. It's about Byron Buxton, who homered tonight. I want to start, though, go over Bailey Ober, the outing, the season, just overall how he's progressed and gotten better as the year has gone on and, and how awesome it's been to watch him this year. Crowded target field was great tonight, and I think it's going to be a good weekend. Uh, you know, the final weekend, the final home weekend for the Twins. They'll finish in Kansas City next week. They got Detroit at home Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, and then at Kansas City next week to finish up the 2021 season. But really good crowd. Glad the Twins got a win for the crowd tonight. And Jose Barrios's return, and I think it's a funny juxtaposition watching Barrios make his return after being traded. You know, a homegrown star. After being traded, comes back, makes the start tonight for a, a playoff hopeful, and the Twins are really shaking things up for Toronto. I mean, I, I'm sure the Blue Jays are just absolutely irate that they can't beat the Twins, that the Twins have played them so tough. And the Twins are, I think the Twins are a good 90 loss team. I think they're going to probably avoid 90 losses with the way they're playing. I hope that's the case. But I think they're a good, bad team. And I think when you come in to a series against them, you're aware of that. Like, I the Toronto Blue Jays media and kind of their blogger sphere last weekend talking about the twins. It was not like they were talking about Baltimore and it shouldn't be like the twins still have a very good lineup when Byron Buxton's in it. Like it's still super tough. You look at it, it's like a rise Buxton, Polanco, Donaldson. So no, it's a tough lineup with the way Nick Gordon's swinging the bat right now. It's, it's a little bit of a gauntlet there when it's Buxton, Polanco and Donaldson, two, three, four, you know, nonetheless, you got, Luis Arise at the top of the order as well. So it's it's a little bit tough, I think, for an opposing pitcher and uh, for an opposing bullpen to get through and navigate the Twins lineup, especially at home. You know, right-handed power at target field. We know how that plays. Marcus Semien got into one tonight. But Bailey Ober was just outstanding. And I think when you look back at this season and when we go into this offseason, there's some really good stories, actually. And I've talked about how in a 162-game season, as bad as it is and as, as disappointing as it is, there's going to be good stories. There just has to be. There's too many players. There's too many games. It's too long for there not to be good stories, positive things that happen. And Bailey Ober may be chief among the rest, the, the way that he's pitched this year and the way that he's cemented himself not only into the rotation for next year but into Twins fans' minds for next year and, and realizing that he can get outs at the big league level. And Ober, when you look back, it's it's really a, a good um, kind of lesson in minor league stats, right? A lot of times you don't want to just look at the stat line. You want to watch a guy pitch. You want to see what he throws. You want to see how hitters kind of react to it. 
But Bailey Ober all the way through the minors was just fantastic. Like the numbers are amazing. And when the numbers are that good, he was so dominant in 2019. And he's had injury issues. That's kind of been his thing. It hasn't been effectiveness. It's been injury issues. He was so dominant in 2019 that you just, I think in, when I looked at it and saw that he was like the 25th or 30th best prospect in the system by most publications, it's just hard to believe because if you can get outs at the high minors with that efficiency and, and to do it, I mean, in 2019, he was 8-0 with a 0.69 ERA and 78 and two-thirds innings across three levels. That's uh, unbelievable. I mean, 0.6, he gave up six runs in 78 and two-thirds and struck out 100. And the Twins added, he walked nine. He walked nine. Unbelievable. I mean, unbelievable numbers for Bailey Ober. And and you look at him this year, and when you look at the final line, the numbers aren't going to pop off the page. Like, I think he's still got a 4.11 ERA or something like that, which is great for a rookie pitcher. I mean, that's awesome with the way that he's made 20 starts now, which is incredible. I'm glad the Twins worked it so that he was going to pitch throughout the year, that he's going to pitch until the end of the year. I'm glad that they worked it out that way. Probably going to make one more start, and then that'll be it. But it's uh, it's awesome to see what he's done and and the fastball and the way that it plays. And now that it's 91-92 instead of 89-90, makes all the difference. Mixes in that curveball, keeps hitters off balance. I think he executes his plan very, very well. And I think it's it's super impressive tonight because that's a Toronto lineup that I've talked about a lot because it is an unbelievable lineup. I mean – George Springer, Marcus Semien has 40, I think he's 42 homers now. He homered tonight. Vladimir Guerrero Jr., you know, MVP candidate. Tosker Hernandez, all-star. Bo Bichette, one of the best young players in the game. Alejandro Kirk, even a good hitting catcher. They have so many good hitters in that lineup. And Corey Dickerson I like too. Like they, they just have a ton of guys who can beat you. And Bailey Ober, even after seeing them in Toronto in his last start, just shoves tonight. Just found a way to shove. And with Ober and with Ryan with their fastballs, the biggest thing is, yes, the secondary stuff. Can you develop it? And Ober's added ticks to his slider, which is huge and has helped him. But it's also when teams see you multiple times, like we discuss so often. When teams see you a couple times through the order, when teams see you a couple starts in a row or you know, a couple starts even in, a, in sporadically in a season, how do they respond to you? How encouraging is it that Toronto just saw Bailey Ober and he just mowed him tonight and gave up one run on a solo homer against, uh, I would consider that the best lineup in the world, maybe outside of the Dodgers. Uh, That's super impressive. Let's talk about Byron Buxton, a little bit more on Ober and this game after the break. Slow is just right if you're on vacation, a sloth, or describing QuickBooks. More like slow books. It sucks you in and slows you down with manual processes, integration difficulties, and glitchy delays that leave you scrambling for the numbers you need. Now is the time to make the switch to NetSuite by Oracle, the number one financial system because NetSuite gives you visibility and control of your financials inventory, HR, e-commerce, and more. It's everything you need to grow all in one place. With NetSuite, you can automate your processes and close your books in no time, no matter how big your business grows. Failing to switch to NetSuite will leave you stuck trying to make sense of your books while your competitors sprint ahead. 93% of surveyed businesses increase their visibility and control since switching to NetSuite. And right now, special financing is back. NetSuite is offering a -a one-of-a-kind financing program only for those ready to switch today. Head to netsuite.com slash 
slash locked on right now. Get special financing at netsuite.com slash locked on. That's netsuite.com slash locked on. Built Bar is the best tasting protein bar ever. These bars are covered in 100% chocolate and they're soft and easy to chew. Built Bar has 12 original flavors, but they've added six new flavors as well. And these improved Built Bars are even deliciouser. Plus, Built Bars are healthy. Built Bar is great for the health conscious guy. You can lose or maintain weight while indulging in a delicious treat. The bars are low calorie, low sugar, full of protein, full of fiber, and great for a keto diet. And the peanut butter bar, only five grams of net carbs for a type one diabetic like me. That is huge. Plus, right now, Built Bar has reset the promo code for this relaunch. So listen closely. You get a free cooler with your purchase while supplies last. If you go to BuiltBar.com and use promo code LOCKED15, you also get 15% off your next order. Use promo code LOCKED15 for 15% off at BuiltBar.com. My favorite flavors include the coconut almond, the peanut butter, the banana bread. Use promo code LOCKED15 at BuiltBar.com. Byron Buxton homers tonight, and it's one of those things, I think it was almost like the, it's starting to feel like the Francisco Lindor situation in Cleveland. When you you observe their fans knowing, almost knowing in your heart that he was going to be moved, and knowing that eventually it was going to end, and I think certainly for Cleveland, that's true. Francisco Lindor, a superstar player, wasn't going to get paid in Cleveland, durable superstar, Buxton's different. He's a superstar. There's no question about that anymore. He is a superstar when he's on the field. He does so many things to help you win a ball game. And in every facet of the game, he is he's excellent. But he's he's not durable, right? We know this. That's the main weakness is is durability. So it's a little bit different. But I think that there's this sense going to this offseason, at least I just feel this sense that it's inevitable that he's going to be traded. And it sucks with one year left of team control in 2022. It sucks to think that he could be traded, and I'm with my nanny kids tonight, and first of all, we had a homer draft. Everyone got to pick one player that they thought was going to homer tonight. My youngest uh, nanny boy, he's eight, picked Byron Buxton. He loves Byron Buxton, loves Buck. He wanted to get a ball from Buxton tonight. He's he's yelling at him. He's, he's waving at him. He's trying to get his attention. Cutest thing ever, but he, he loves Byron, and he's asking me, and he's telling me how he wants to get this dark blue Byron Buxton jersey, and I said, hey, I, I don't think you should get a Byron Buxton jersey because it might be that he's not on the team next year. And the look on his face and his sister's face and and on his older brother's face is like, what? Like, why? Why would you trade your best player? And if you didn't know, like if I didn't talk about the Twins five days a week and write about them and tweet about them and think about the Twins all the time, I I wouldn't think that that's that crazy of a statement. I would say, yeah, I mean, why would you trade your best player? But my mind goes, oh, team control, getting prospects, turning in value, not signing them into an extension, all those things. But let's just keep it cut. Let's cut and dry this and and simply say flat out, why would you trade your best player? Why? Why would you trade your best player? Why wouldn't you find any way to lock up your best player, a fan favorite? I think Byron Buxton's a great player, and, and I know that the injury concerns are – are vast like they're wide it's it's maybe more than any other player and I think more than any other star certainly in all of baseball but not only is he a great player he's he's the type of guy that you want to invest in and I've talked about this a lot but it's it's super important to just stress before potentially he gets traded in a couple months the value that he provides defensively 
on the base pass at the plate now, hitting homers to center field at target field. 430 feet, 415 feet, the power that he's developed. He's in his prime. He's This is the best baseball you're going to see from Byron Buxton right now in these next probably two, three years if he's on the field. If he's on the field consistently, he will be a, a, a perennial MVP candidate. We know this. Why would you let a guy like that go? Why would you trade someone who provides that value? And not just that value. As a fan favorite, as an extremely likable player, a guy who came up through the system, he came up, is a Minnesota twin, and should remain a Minnesota twin. I think he should remain a Minnesota twin for life. And it's easy for me to say it's not my money. I'm not Byron Buxton. I don't know how he's what he's thinking. I don't know what his agent wants for him. I don't know. Really, we don't know genuinely what Byron Buxton wants. He can stay, say he wants to stay in Minnesota. We don't know if that's true. You know, there may be a chance that he just never takes an extension with the twins and that's a possibility and there have been reasons for him to maybe feel that way 2018 the service time issues you know just the way that they've kind of managed some and we don't know either how he feels about that fans feel a certain way about things he feels a certain way about things Um, that's more on like the injury front I think he was legitimately upset about the service time issue in 2018 but the um, the conservative nature that they have with him injury wise we don't know how he really feels about that I mean they're valuing his career so personally I would be upset that I can't play but I would also respect from the organization that they are putting my health first, even though I want to go play. But we don't know what Byron Buxton thinks about that. Um, they only, you know, he only gives you, he only gives, and he's. I think he's a genuine guy, and like we don't, we don't know him, right? We don't know these athletes. We we start to love them, and um, and really enjoy watching them play. But they're only going to show us what they want to show us, what they want you to see. And that's not a way of saying I think Byron Buxton is like secretly not a good guy. I think he's a good guy. But when he talks about his contract, he talks about staying in Minnesota and how he wants to and how he, you know, maybe doesn't hold any ill will to the Twins for 2018 or for the injury conservativeness. I don't know if that's genuine or not. I don't know if that's true. You know, I don't know if that's if that's actually what he's thinking or if he's thinking something else. He's obviously not going to say it in an interview. And he's just out of respect, I think, for, for everyone. So we don't know. And, and there's there's a lot more factors. It's a nuanced discussion. It's not just, hey, sign him or don't. There's a lot of other details in the contract. We know when they were talking about an extension, the incentives and everything that goes into it, the injuries, the value, center field, you know, prospects. There's a lot that goes into it. But it doesn't have to be that complicated. All it, All it has to be is you're our best player. You can be the face of this franchise. You're a fan favorite. We don't want to lose you. What, what What's it going to take? That's, that's to me, how simple it can be for Byron Buxton. And, and it opened my eyes tonight that my little eight-year-old nanny boy was asking, why, why on earth would Byron Buxton not be on the Twins next year when he can be on the Twins next year and beyond? And it made me think that way. Uh, just simply made me think that way. Let's talk about the offseason. Bailey Ober uh, looking ahead after the break. Bet online is the fastest and easiest way to bet on all your sports action. Baseball season is in full swing, and you can track all the action at Bet Online. Get all the latest news, odds, and info for all your sporting needs, including MLB, the NBA, the NHL, and all your UFC MMA action. Before the next pitch, head over to Bet Online on your laptop or mobile device. Check out all the great sporting news, sign up bonuses, and contest information. 
Don't sit on the sidelines anymore as this is your chance to get into the game as teams prep for their runs to the playoffs. Head to the website or use your mobile device to sign up today and receive your 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit. Bet online, your online sportsbook experts. That's promo code locked on. Promo code locked on. L O C K E D O N. All one word for a 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit. Bet online, the fastest and easiest way to bet on all your sports action. Does this sound familiar? You've got one device that lets you catch the game live, another that lets you stream your favorite shows, you're watching sports highlights on your phone, and you've got your neighbor's best friend's login for the good stuff. Well, I want to tell you about a simple way to get all that entertainment you love without the hassle and a great way to finally get your TV together. It's called Direct TV Stream, and it brings your live TV and on-demand favorites together like never before, so you can watch your favorite sports, movies, and shows all in one place. That means no more juggling remotes and no need to buy another device ever again, and the best part, there's no annual contract, so get rid of that clutter and the confusion and get your TV together with Direct TV Stream. You can learn more at directtv.com, that's Directv. Com. Compatible device required. Content varies by package. That's directtv.com. So much of, of what comes in 2022. When, when you look at 2022, and we're going to talk a ton about it this offseason, but when you look at 2022, you're going to ask yourself at the end of it, what's the upside of this roster? What is the upside? And the one key to your upside is Byron Buxton. He gives you... More upside than you can ever even look for. And there's more downside with penciling him in in center field. You know, less certainty. But if you're going into 2022 not really knowing... they have, Let's say they have a good offseason. They sign a couple decent arms. At least one of, of quality, you know. Tr- or trade. Trade for some decent arms. Sign some decent arms. Find a way to get back to like a league average or just below league average projection for their rotation and bullpen. And they still have this lineup. They still have everyone intact. And you're not really sure what's going on or what what you're going to do, but you've invested in the 2022 roster and you don't have high expectations for it. Why not just keep Byron Buxton at that point and let him give you that upside for 2022 and let Donaldson give you that upside and see what they can do just on the off chance that they stay on the field together and that they play together for 130, 140 games. What could possibly happen and how crazy baseball can be? But if you trade Byron Buxton, you trade Josh Donaldson, you take away that upside for 2022. And at that point, when they say, like, I'm punting on 2022, you're punting on 2022 as, like, a legitimate year where you could bust out and be a 90 or 95 win team, much like the 2019 uh, team was coming off 79 wins in 2018. Coming in 2019, they had upside on their roster. You know, they had upside there with guys that hit with Nelson Cruz. They had upside and they hit their upside. And if you want to try to hit your upside in 2022, and there's a chance it just is disastrous again, that Buxton gets hurt, that Donaldson goes down, you can't trade them anymore at that point because their value is so low that no one will take Donaldson's contract or even you know eat money. Uh, Buxton's value is, is in the tank, and, and that's a possibility. That's the downside. But if you're not quite sure and you want to give yourself a chance at least a little bit and you invest in the 2022 roster, you make an effort this offseason, Give yourself that chance. Give yourself that upside. It's going to be important. You know, we talk about Bailey Ober and him in the rotation, Joe Ryan in the rotation, hopefully next year together, and how big that is for the Twins going in 
to the offseason, but that doesn't that doesn't necessarily raise your ceiling for next year, your upside. How good can you possibly be and who's going to prevent you or allow you to be that good? Byron Buxton's going to allow you to be that good next year. If if they have an 85th or 90th percentile season, I don't think it's possible. If their projection is say 80 wins for 2022, which would that would be coming with a good offseason probably. If that's their projection, I don't see them hitting a 95th percentile without Byron Buxton on the roster. There's just I don't think that they can create that same upside. I think you're looking at if Buxton's gone and it's like a Kepler platoon in center with like Rob Refsnyder and they sign, let's even say they sign Stroman or Gaussman or a good starting pitcher and then another starting pitcher of quality. Even at that point, I'm still, I think we're looking max at like an 84, 85 win team at that point. But if you keep Buxton and you keep Donaldson, your two highest upside players on the team, it gives you that opportunity to win more than you even thought was possible next year. And I think that that's, that's true. And there's also the argument of Buxton trade him now. He's not going to sign an extension, get the value. And I can see that like the, the front office in me sees that and can understand a decision like that. But the twins fan in me and the long-term, you know, fan in me, the long-term analyst in me says, you're going to raise the ceiling of your team every single season by signing Byron Buxton. And there's more risk in that. There's risk in a contract for him, no matter what it is, there's going to be risk in a contract, no matter if you hear that there's not as much risk in it, or there is, there's risk. If you extend Byron Buxton, there's risk if you extend anyone, but there's risk if you extend Byron Buxton. And it's all about trying to mitigate that risk in the, in the numbers and the money and the incentives. But you're just not going to get the same. You're not going to get the same potential just explosion that you would without him because he is such an explosive player and such an explosive difference maker that you just can't find. You can't find anywhere. Like he's just, he's that special. He's in the upper echelon, the top tier. And I'm not just looking to get value back for him this offseason. I'm looking to build around him. Um, and I, I realize that's hard to do. Like, I understand the arguments. I'm sure some are listening and thinking, dude, he, he doesn't play enough. I agree. He's going to play like 55 games this year. But those 55 games were dang good, weren't they? Thanks for listening today. Have a great day. Go Twins. We'll be back on Monday. Uh, Should be a fun weekend. Robbie Ray, Cy Young favorite tomorrow going against the Twins. And then Alec Manoa Sunday facing off against John Gant Saturday coming off the injured list. And then Griffin Jack Sunday. Thanks again for listening. Follow me on Twitter at NashWalker9. Follow the show at Locked on Twins. Let me know any suggestions, comments, questions, anything you have. Thank you for making Locked on Twins your first listen.